Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is my attempt to get my thoughts out in the form of, I guess, a podcast. I'm not used to listening to my voice, so this is a new thing for me. But I've been wanting to talk about a few things. Uh, And I feel like even if my friends, who I love dearly, and my wife, bless her soul, don't mind when I go off on a tangent, I feel like there are times when I ramble a lot and I can't really get my thoughts out because I seem to go on a billion different pathways. I've definitely gone from, <laughs> I've had the moment of like hot sauce to Naruto or something like that. It was definitely one of those weird ADHD or ADD brains, which I'm not diagnosed, but uh, you might get that from time to time. So uh, if that annoys you, uh, sorry, but that's just how I am. Anyway, so today I wanted to talk about something I'm having trouble with. Not anything medically or anything like that, just like a roadblock in my creativity. And it has to do with the story idea I have in my head, but I want to see if it actually... It's so hard for me to explain it. Essentially, I have a hard time figuring the middle out. The beginning and end are kind of this painted scene that seems to change, but relatively has the same kinds of feelings and impacts, uh, just with different settings. But I I wanted to talk about it to whoever might hear this, because who knows, maybe someone will get inspired by this to try to write their own story, or maybe someone will just be able to listen to this and relax for a little bit while just hearing my voice. Not like there's not a hundred thousand other podcasts of all different types, but hey, you know, this is more for me than for anyone else. But if someone else does happen to enjoy it, I'm all for it. So the story idea, I had very vaguely called it uh, Ideas for Story of Two Brothers Who Get Pushed Into a Fantasy World. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not very good with names. I uh, <laughs> creatively have trouble in that aspect. But I definitely get lots of ideas, which is part of my creativity problem. I think I have so many cool ideas that could be in stories, but actually putting one together, I know, takes so much more effort. Let me just read some of these names that I wrote down. I guess before that, I'll give a small synopsis of the plot, at least the beginning, which is these two brothers go out on an adventure in this fantasy world, like an isekai, but instead of it being one person and there be this like power fantasy, uh, like you would see in a normal anime, I was thinking more What would I do if me and my brother, that I'm pretty close to, got transported into a fantasy world? This idea really started when I watched Onward, which I think is a generally just okay movie, but the aspect of the two brothers growing closer while going on a quest really resonated with me personally, and I thought it would be interesting to explore an isekai or Lord of the Rings style fantasy world if it was me and my brother, due to our differing personalities. I thought it would be interesting at least. Anyway, the whole reason I'm telling you that is to give you some of these title ideas I had, because I had a lot of them, but uh, I'll just go through like five or six of them. The first one I had was Brother's Journey, something simple. Could be a whole series type name where it starts with Brother's Journey and it's like the beginning, Brother's Journey, 
uh, quest to Mount Doom. I don't know. Then I wrote <laughs> Kin's Quest, kind of like a play on words of King's Quest. Uh, but Kin doesn't really work unless it's like a father, not father, but a parent dynamic. Not exactly what I wanted to go for, since I'm basing the characters off my brother and me. Loosely, of course. Bond of Brothers was another one that I had. I thought that was okay, since it worked with the idea of kind of like the magic system I was going for at the time, which I'll get into later. One very, like, Japanese anime-inspired one I thought sounded cool called Reconnection. I don't know. The idea was that these two brothers were really close up until they were like 10 and 8, and then their parents get divorced, so then they kind of drift apart, even though they see each other from time to time. But then in the story, they meet when they're like 18 and 20. Oh yeah, this one was kind of dumb. The Geek and the Musician. Not a, not a huge fan of that one, but my brother's a musician, I'm a geek. I wrote one called Family in a Fantasy World. I don't know if that one really works if you're not doing the whole family, though. Oh, this one is a light novel one. Brothers get sent to a fantasy world. I don't know if that's a really good idea. The last ones I got were not very good, like family magic, sibling magic, brother magic. I don't know, I was running out of ideas. So after I wrote the titles, I went on to make like their character traits, which they're pretty much just stuff based off me and my brother, generally speaking, just to help get a easier way of setting up these characters. Although that doesn't help me when making the rest of the characters unless I base them off my real life friends. But like I gave them names. For example, I was gonna name the character based off me, Felix, because Felix was the name that I almost was given. And then my brother, uh, Alex, since that's the name my brother was almost given. But they do kind of clash, like Alex, Felix, Alex, Felix. They're both X's. And since this isn't Kingdom Hearts, the X's don't mean anything. So after I made the characters, I was thinking of like the world, like what kind of world it would be. And I ended up going through quite a few ideas, but I settled on something pretty similar to D&D even. I really was just trying to get the ball rolling on the actual story and not worry too much about the semantics of the world until I started actually writing it. I wanted each personality type out of the 16 personality types to have some kind of different power. Um, let's see here. What did I write? Uh, oh, yeah. Originally, I was going to base it off of race. And I'm like, that's not a good idea. Like certain races were going to be restricted to certain types of magic. And I think that would have restricted the story because then I would have had to only use certain characters and that would just make it a lot harder for introducing non-human or elven enemies. So I settled on personality type. Um, I'll just give a couple. One example I had was for the architect personality type, INTJ, uh, I would give them null magic. Anyone who's of an architect would be someone who could create barriers that make magic obsolete in their barriers, or they touch the person and they can't use their magic, or maybe they have the ability to make eye contact with them and prevent them from using magic, or something like that. Then I had the protagonist personality type just be fire as an element, 
I did this because my brother's protagonist personality, so I gave him fire because I thought it would be cool. But I also did it because my personality type is campaigner, which is ENFP, and I made all of those with the in as the second letter in the personality quiz thing, all elemental based. The diplomats, I think they're called. I made all the diplomats the element based magic users, and I'm Earth. And I thought that would be really cool because me and my brother could do in my head some kind of combo magic with fire and with the rock, like lava or meteor, and I thought that would make for some good large level spells later down the line while giving it real simple base level stuff to learn. Like I don't like when main characters have healing as a main power, because it tends to lead to some more broken ways of telling stories. I like keeping it simple when it comes to the beginning and then building off of it. I know fire and lightning and all of those are really cliche for main characters, but I don't really mind it since the story is more focused around the people. Then I had to like create the magic in my head of like how it would all work. Honestly, I'm still really on the fence of how I would finish it. But in my head, there is a certain amount of mana that everyone has on a daily basis. Once you run out for the day, it's gone. But you can, you can try and cast magic, but you can't like use it. There's no like overextending. Once you're out, you're out. Uh, kind of like fairy tale rules, except you know when Natsu doesn't abide by them. But I did come up with this interesting system, I thought anyway, called the Bond System, which was inspired by Twin Star Exorcist. But instead of it being just the Twin Stars or the main characters, this Bond System goes across the entire country. Anyone can bond because it's a ritual magic. They combine their total mana and also are able to mix their magics. However, that doesn't mean normal people without magical abilities can't bond as well. For them, it's more of a spiritual thing. It's a bond of love or of trust. A father and son can bond, but so can two good friends, and even two strangers who don't know each other very well, but want to put their trust in each other, kind of allowing this mercenary dynamic in there. You can bond with someone who has magic and you don't have magic, and you can use their magic. Or at the very least, you can use some of their mana. So maybe like someone who has really weak magic or weak mana can use some of the mana from a friend and then they can do a combo attack. For example, if I had a commander and an executive combined forces where the commander does gravity based magic and executives do law magic or ward magic, they could have a combo attack that essentially makes the magic go on forever in a specific area rather than having to be there, like a trap almost. Anyway, I think that's enough about the, the magic system. I could probably go on for a lot longer about it. If someone listens to this and wants to know more, I'm more than willing to talk about it. I just don't really have time. Oh, the last thing I'll say about the magic system is that one of the things I wanted with the bond system specifically is that when they bond together, the stronger their bond is, the stronger the magic can become. The idea would be that the brothers would do bond magic so that they could grow stronger, but their bond isn't very close at the very beginning of the story. They have to get closer and they get stronger. And when someone dies who is in a bond, the person who lives gets to keep the magic, including all the abilities, allowing for wacky, terrible situations. Anyway, I just want to get to the actual story bit. I've been rambling on for quite a while about the magic system, but the story is the part I have the hardest time with, because the magic system could be okay if it was just by itself, but 
the world needs to be strong to support the magic system. And that's where I'm getting stuck. Currently, how I have the plot in my head go is at the very beginning of the plot, the two brothers' grandfather just passed away and their grandfather wanted them to have one last trip in their summer home before the grandmother decides to try and sell it. So they want to make the most of it. Now, sometimes I say the grandmother needs to sell it because she can't afford to have it. And then they go to try and make some money by going into this magic portal. Sometimes I have it just, they end up finding the book that was their grandfather and grandmother's because, uh, spoilers, the grandmother and the grandfathers were great heroes in the land that we were currently going to. And time works differently. Five years in the magic world is like five months in the human world or whatever. At least that's how I had it because I wanted to be like two weeks had only passed in the human world. So that way when the heroes return, they could have spent a normal amount of time without people worrying about them. But anyway, they get to the vacation home and either way they find either a special book or a special portal or something that gets them into the magical world. But the main part is that these two are joining up after being away for like 10 years or only seeing each other for small amounts of time in those 10 years. So they still have some connection, but they need to be closer if they want their journey to be successful. But these two people have pretty stark different personalities. Not opposing, but pretty different. For example, the younger brother really likes music and the older brother likes video games. The younger brother is a lot more carefree, maybe a little reckless. And the older brother is super duper uh, hypochondriac and wants to make sure that everything goes according to plan if he can help it. They're opposites in some ways, but they both care for people and they're both good people in general. Maybe their ideas of what's right is also a little different. Like maybe the big brother is super into following the rules and making sure no one gets in trouble, but the younger brother is really making sure that he's heard. I really wanted to stress the idea that these two brothers weren't opposites, but just had big differences. Enough to where they would have some conflicts here and there, but they could still understand one another. So they go into the magic portal, and this is where I start to get really iffy on how the story goes. I either have this idea that they go in, they get chased down by some dogs or some guards or whatever and then they end up taking refuge in a farm and that farm has an old soldier and that old soldier knows our grandfather who fought with him probably like a giant and he would you know stereotypically have earth abilities he would probably be like their first teacher and he would realize that the older brother actually has the same kind of power that he does and then he would try to teach him for a little bit before sending him on his way or I was thinking maybe that they go into the portal and they appear in like the elven castle of some sort where at first they're interrogated, but then the king recognizes something on them. Like maybe they have the book or maybe they have a sword or something that was given to them. And he realizes that we are the grandkids of the heroes. Oh, I forgot to mention this, but I also wanted the grandfather to have fire abilities. That's that's kind of where the beginning starts. Where to go from there, I am honestly not sure.
the middle part escapes me so much in my head of how to get from point A to point B. I have a couple of plot ideas that I think are cool, but the only things I have that I would like to try to incorporate, if I will ever get around to it, because you know, sometimes it's hard to put so much time into like making a story. But one of the cool ideas I had, which kind of sparked the entire writing thing to begin with, was the idea of a breakout scene, where one of the characters gets put in jail while the other one stays out. And through that hijinks, they both meet some of the future party members that they end up taking with them. Uh, I have a bunch of character ideas, but I'm not going to spout them all at you. But just for example, uh, on the outside, the guy meets a blacksmith and a archer, like a hunter. And on the inside, the criminal brother meets the, like a thief. And then maybe meets like a revolutionary or something like that. Maybe an old guard. And they would become part of the party but i'm also adding a lot of characters and you know maybe it would just be the party for that little section i do think having too many party members might be a bad idea but i want there to be characters at the end of the story or end of the series or whatever that come back and you go oh, look at that he came back to help you know what i mean that's the only real middle story i have as far as that goes it could be the beginning even right after they get pushed into the realm of magic the only things i know i wanted to include as well for the ending parts is that the elven king is bad you think he's good but he's actually bad i know clever twist christian making the king the bad guy but in my head i was thinking the bad guy that's going to be introduced is going to be the demon prince or something like that and the demon prince ends up falling in love with the elven princess and the elven princess and the demon prince both have the same personality type. So their powers, well, their powers would be like mental mind game, like try to read each other's minds, but they could also protect each other from each other's minds. So they genuinely don't know what each other are thinking. So they end up talking and wanting to know more about each other and they fall in love. And of course the elves are racist to the demons, at least in my story. And you know, maybe they had the war with the grandfather character at the time when the demons and the elves and then that was the conclusion after the grandfather left the demon prince was gonna marry the elven princess but then i wanted to have it to where the demon prince ends up getting trapped for like a hundred years so that way the elven princess is just sad in her tower and she's been there also for a hundred years but they're they won't let her leave so she's like a damsel in distress kind of but instead of saving her ourselves we go to her and maybe we ask like what's wrong then we make an effort to save demon prince instead but then the elven king sends his elven assassins after us and we end up making friends with demons instead kind of like a little fun twist i don't know but i know i wanted the final battle to be against the elven king or elven prince and then in my head i had this really cool idea at least i thought it was cool the actually evil bad guy of either the elven prince or elven king whatever he actually has like a jewel or a stone on his staff or crown or whatever and it's actually been controlling him and it's an ancient artifact or something but what ends up happening is after they beat the king they realize it and they grab the jewel or i should say one of the brothers grabs the jewel and then uh gets vaporized and then you think oh god is he dead that's how it either ends or it ends with like a they bring the stone over and they're like oh he's not gone he's just trapped and then it would end with 
the younger brother's narration of I mean, I was thinking the older brother would get trapped, but then the younger brother would go and have like a monologue and it would continue the story. Or there would be like the bond of love and that's the end of the story. Either way, I'm not sure how it's all going to go down and I don't know if I'll ever actually make this story, but I wanted to at least put it out there, my ideas. And I've got a lot of ideas. For example, I wanted the book to be double narrated, start with the older brother, end with the younger brother, and like switch between them every chapter. And that's where I'm at. Not really much else to say, although I could go in more detail, it would be just diving in deeper. If at a later date I feel like sharing more of it, I will. But for now, I think that's enough. One of the reasons I wanted to try to write this story is because I felt like my creativity was being drained out of me. Uh, and part of that was my job. I felt like I wasn't able to spread my wings creatively in any way. And I don't mind my job, but my job certainly isn't the highlight of my life. If you could see my room, you would see it's full wall to wall with nerd stuff covered in tons of different things, whether it's video games or anime. I just, I love, I love, I love stories, especially fantasy ones. And I just wanted to see if I could put something out there that I think not would necessarily become the next big thing, but just something that two brothers could really enjoy together and feel that same feeling I got when I watched Onward. It doesn't have to be the best story, and I keep trying to tell myself that, but the perfectionist side of my brain is having a really hard time letting go of, well, not having the perfect story. I'm also really bad at writing in general, so I'd have to get like a friend who's good at phrasing to overlook it. Even if I get the plot down and I'm pretty confident about it, I'll still need him to edit it for me to make sure it's all good. I do have a friend named Alex who's really good at that kind of stuff, but I'd obviously try to offer to pay him. I have other stories in my head and I tried to write some of them even on real paper, but they just didn't sound as interesting. And I think having me and my brother as a reference will help me build the characters out just a little stronger since I can pull our real life experiences to build them better. I will share as a way to end this some of the stories that I love throughout the years that maybe inspired me to be a bit more creative on the story side and maybe also caused me a little bit to try a little too hard. First up I'll just mention something I watched when I was really young, Kiki's Delivery Service. I love that movie still to this day. It's my favorite anime movie of all time. It's just a great coming of age story about this young girl who's just trying to make it in the world and prove that she's someone, even though she only has to prove it to herself, not to everyone else. Another story I really enjoy is Kingdom Hearts. I love Kingdom Hearts. It's my favorite game series of all times. Yes, there's nostalgia in that. Yes, it's a very convoluted story among like eight different games. And yes, Kingdom Hearts 3 was not the best video game ever made or even the best in the series. But I still liked it and I still love everything about the series so, so, so much. It honestly inspires me the most to want to make some kind of crazy outlandish story where when people who like the stories go, oh, no, he didn't. Like, that, that idea is cool to me. My favorite isekai of all time is Reincarnated as a Slime, and that story is really, really good. And I feel like every character matters in that show. 
And that's kind of what inspired me to go with an isekai setting. And the last story I'll share about is Final Fantasy VII. That story always gets me, even though it's so complex and convoluted, the first three hours especially set up such a grand story. And I love the setting of Midgar. I just love the fantasy and I love the sci-fi. And I would love to use both of those in my novel if I ever make it. Even if I never end up making it a reality, I'm glad I expressed it in some form or another besides just sharing it to my friends and family and writing it down in notebooks. Because who knows? Maybe someone will take my idea and run with it and make their own version of it. Hell, take the bond system, take whatever you want. If something of my story ideas get made into some kind of show or book, I'll be more than happy. Because it means that someone heard me and thought it was a good idea, which will help validate my idea, making me think it was good. Maybe I just need to start writing fan fiction and then just move on from there. I've definitely had pretend fights in my head. Like, I've definitely put Sora against, like, a hundred different people where Sora wins. But yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to make something like this for a while now. Don't worry. It definitely won't get lost into the thousands and thousands of other podcasts. Anyway, if I do this as a series and it gains some kind of traction, I want to spread the love and recommend some people. For example, Hello Future Me is a YouTube channel that is all about story writing and story world building. I even bought his book. It feels like he's actually breaking it down for you, giving you a real play-by-play of how things should be dealt with if you want to try to make your own story. And he is super encouraging with people who want to make their own story. That's my recommendation for this podcast, I guess. Hello Future Me on YouTube. As this is the first podcast I've ever recorded, I have no clue how to end this. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Baba Booey. See you later.